0: Hi there, my name is Mubashra and this is Colour Me PR podcast. Join me for conversations with diverse women in communications who break the ceiling with what they can do. This podcast is all about being inspired and inspiring others. Welcome to our safe space. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the special holiday episode of Color Me PR podcast, featuring two fellow junior communicators who I consider friends as well as inspirations. This episode is going to be a bit more fun than usual, so we'll jump right to it and I'll introduce you to my guests. My first guest is Talar Nersessian, a communications associate at the Toronto Rehabilitation Institute and a fellow Centennial PR grad. Talar and I met when my husband was completing the program with her in 2019, and I have been in love with her curls ever since. We also have with us Jorielle Nunag, who is an account executive at Fleischman Hillard High Road, also a Centennial PR grad, and a fellow IBC Toronto Student of the Year recipient. Thank you, Talar and Jorielle, for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on. Yes, thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> so let's get this party started. We're going to start with a little game that you might have heard before called Never Have I Ever, but PR edition. So we'll raise up both of our hands and I'll read out a couple of classic PR scenarios. Every time you've experienced one of them, I'd like you to put a finger down. And if you have a funny story tied to any of them, please feel free to share. The person with the most fingers down wins. And don't worry, listeners, we'll keep you updated as we go. So maybe every time we put a finger down, you can just say, I have. Sounds good? (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Never have I ever misspelt a reporter's name on a media correspondence. Should I do this too? I'll do it too. Yeah, do it. Wait, can I admit this? I work with Joriel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I won't hold it against you. I
0: promise. (laughs) Never have I ever had to deal with an angry executive.
1: Oh, that's tough. Like for viewers, I haven't budged on my fingers, but I don't know what it, <laughs> what is an angry executive, quote
0: unquote. <laughs> like an angry CEO or like senior level. I don't think I've had to. <laughs> Never have I ever spent more than 15 minutes writing an email. Definitely done that. More
1: than 15,
0: or 15. 15?
1: 15. 15. Oh I've done oh, okay. that. <laughs>
0: like that's some serious <laughs> billable work. <laughs> I've done that. I have also done that. Okay. Awesome. Never have I ever been the only person of color in a team meeting. I have. Yeah. I mean, listeners, you can put a finger down for that one, too, if you have. Never have I ever written my own bio. That's tough. I don't remember. Written my own bio. I definitely have. You got to
1: show your own stuff, you know? (laughs) For... LinkedIn descriptions
2: count. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you meant for work. (laughs) Okay. Then I have, I have three fingers down.
0: (laughs) Never have I ever successfully dodged a last minute client request. (laughs) I definitely have. Uh, (laughs) I'm quite proud of those actually. (laughs) I have too. I think Jarelle knows my most recent (laughs) one was weekend media monitoring. Thank you.
1: But we all try to dodge that
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever CC'd a client or stakeholder on a wrong email. Filling the T here today.
2: <laughs> I have to say no to that one.
1: No, I had to think it through, <laughs>
0: but I, I have not. This could be a really career limiting call. <laughs> 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 Never have I ever worked three or more hours overtime
2: up up that <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: <Yeah. laughs> never have ever celebrated a holiday at the office oh i have oh i definitely have Yeah, I have. It was
2: really fun. We had a we had a potluck last year and all of our scientists came in and everyone brought like a a really nice dish. And (laughs) we all kind of like sang carols in the corner, went through our year in review slideshow. It was so
1: much fun. I wish we could have done that last
2: this year too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, FHR loves to celebrate holidays. Like we try to have like we have our Fridays, and then anytime there's like a major like stat holiday or celebratory holiday we try to have
0: well we used to try to have parties in the office so that was always nice yeah unfortunately I still have five fingers up because all my PR jobs have been virtual thus far so (laughs) (laughs) I have yet to do one in the office never have I ever had a colleague mispronounce my name yeah yeah I definitely have yeah never have I ever jumped on a zoom meeting with pajama bottoms we don't have to specify this one but <laughs> oh i definitely have that too <laughs> it's always leggings for me <laughs> that's safe yeah that's, that's a good chance. never have i ever drafted a company all email yeah i definitely have yeah <laughs> oh i have one thumbs up left <laughs> wow Never have I ever dealt with a celebrity for a campaign. Huh. No, I have not.
2: Does David Suzuki count?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my
2: goodness. It wasn't it wasn't for a campaign, but he actually visited uh, visited our facility because so I worked for the research institute at Toronto rehab. And so we have this really cool space in the basement. And it's called seal. And it has a bunch of simulator pods down there. What and David the- Suzuki came and visited. Uh, and he tried out one of the simulators. And we I got to spend all day with him, me and my colleague, it was the coolest experience I could ever ask for. So
0: That sounds great. Yeah, I would definitely get that. Did you get any pictures?
2: I did. I did. I took pictures of them too.
0: (laughs) Hey, send it my way. I can add it to the promo for this episode. I might get some more listeners. Okay, sure. (laughs) I'll I'll dig it up. (laughs) All right. So, Tlara, are you done? Any more fingers? I have one more finger left. Yeah. One. Yeah, we're at a standoff. (laughs) So then I'm going to just do one more question. Never have I ever used my notes from paulo's class at work Ooh, this is tough like copy
1: copywriting yep yep okay (laughs) (laughs) i definitely have like a while back like definitely not now but (laughs) in the first few weeks
0: definitely (laughs) i feel like i have too
1: i think i had to and actually i
2: think this is recent i was writing something and then i had to go back and make sure it was like in cp style so i went back to my notes and referred to the to the the style guide. So, yeah. Are we tied now? I think we
0: are. That how, yeah. how would be all of us there. And I'm not sure if you guys know this, but well, for one, Paolo listens to his podcast, which I really love and appreciate. And he also got CPRS Toronto Teacher of the Year award this year. I did see that.
1: So, well deserved. Very,
0: wow. very much so.
1: Very well deserved. Yeah.
0: Well, I can't really announce a winner because we all <laughs> went down at the same time. <laughs> But it's glad to know we share our experiences. So there's, there's exactly. that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So for the next game, I'm going to set a timer. It's going to be a lightning round of questions. So uh, there's a couple of questions for both of you. Um, we'll start with Talar. And you have to answer as many questions as you can in 45 seconds. Okay. okay. No pressure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, they're shortened questions. So. Okay. All right. First question ready? I'm ready. All right. Name of the event you organized at Centennial? Story night. The worst PR buzzword? Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Your dream promotion?
2: Ooh, VP of communications.
0: Your favorite teacher at Centennial?
2: I have to say Paolo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Name of your boss? My boss's name is Jared. You're killing this. Oh my goodness. Okay. Your favorite work snack? My favorite work snack, trail mix. Ooh last time you used the peso model can't remember (laughs) (laughs) your favorite subject at centennial oh
2: i would have to say the
0: oh you have 10 seconds left Um, 10 seconds left
2: um i guess the events class was kind of fun (laughs) okay last book you read
0: last book i read outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. All right, time's up. (laughs) How many did I answer? So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Wow. In one minute. I took the time to one minute.
2: (laughs) I got stomped on that, on that favorite class question because like in my mind I was going through like the syllabus and like looking (laughs) through all the, putting the list of all the courses that we had. I think the events one was pretty fun just because there was a lot of, uh, a lot of fun memories
0: associated with it so oh, that that sounds a little <laughs> <Double> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> a
1: very diplomatic answer. you got it
0: <laughs> amazing all right Jerry, let's see if you can beat. <laughs> all right um, so ready yes hit me with it <laughs> your favorite subject at centennial media relations your worst pr buzzword are you aligned <laughs> the year you won student of the year
1: uh 2018
0: uh your favorite work
1: snack um granola bars peanut butter <laughs> granola bars
0: <laughs> last time you went in office uh the week before last actually name of your boss oh i have a ton of bosses
1: i'm um, manager on all my accounts though kent carter your favorite client
0: Oh, I can't answer that. Uh, they're all, they're all my favorite. <laughs> Your favorite teacher at Centennial? Oh, uh, Chris Conrath, for sure. Nice. Your favorite female role model? Oh my goodness, Sarah Blakely. Amazing. And that's time. <laughs> so let's count it up. We got... Nine. Ooh. Nine. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I think you both did an, an amazing job. Thank goodness I'm the host, so you don't get to ask me the questions. But... <laughs> <laughs> you threw me a little with the snack. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm actually horrible with last minute questions. I feel like if you ask me my last name, I'll forget because it's the pressure. <laughs> it was. It was. That was really fun. Awesome. All right. So I do want to take a minute to appreciate everything that's happened this year and kind of where we're going, especially as junior communicators. I think it's really important to take a beat and appreciate all the hard work you've done and think about what's next. So I have a couple of closing questions for you both. And Slara, I'd like to start with you. And my first question is, tell me one thing you're grateful for in 2020.
2: Well, it's really hard to actually pick one thing because this year has been so awful in in so many ways that just weighing all of all of the blessings that we have uh, in comparison to you know when you watch the news every day and you hear about all these COVID cases and stuff, I really have to pick health as number one for me just because uh, you know it's it, once you lose it you know, you really, uh, you really know the value of it. So I would say my health number one. And then if I can add one more thing, I would say my family, and everyone who's been in my life to support me over the past year. Um, Just because there's so many challenges, right associated with like a different lifestyle, and you need that support. So I'm I'm thankful for my health and my family.
0: Amazing. Completely agree on that friend. How about you, Jorielle? Yeah,
1: I completely agree with Talar. And also, I find that 2020 was such a challenging year to sort of like reflect back, because you were so stuck on like comparing your life before the pandemic to now. So I think it's really important to like constantly think about what you're grateful for. And along with health, I would I would honestly just say like my overall circumstances, I think that like Being able to maintain my health and fitness through the pandemic, um, from a work standpoint, we were able to seamlessly transition to like work from home pretty, pretty well. And in comparison to other people's occupations, I'm sure that it wasn't as seamless. Um, And then like even on a personal front, I feel like we were all very go, go, go pre-pandemic. And like the pandemic really kind of forced us to slow down. And like over the past few months, I've been able to really take a breath, even focus on things in my life that I wouldn't have really thought to have focused on um, before this time. So
0: really, I would just fo- I would just say overall circumstance. Absolutely. So true. Uh, honestly, this year has been so humbling because, like you mentioned, talara as well, that, you know, we've been looking a lot at the challenges. But, you know, the other side of the coin with that is always the things that we have to be grateful for. And, you know, as challenging as the year has been, I think it's really helped us all take a step back and appreciate the things in life that we do have that we didn't know how much we needed before. That's exactly right. So on that note, what are you looking forward to in 2021? And Joyel, I'll ask you first. Oh, what am I looking forward to
1: 2021? Um, honestly, just a new chapter, new experiences and like hopefully new opportunities, whether they be personally or professionally. Um, and really just putting 2020 behind us, to be honest. Absolutely. (laughs) So true. How about you,
2: Claire? For me, I'm looking forward to, like, yeah, like Joyal said, a new chapter. Um, I mean, 2021 is a fresh start. A new year is always a fresh start for all of us. So to be able to hopefully get back to some sense of normal, to be able to travel again. So I look forward to hopefully traveling again and, you know, I also look forward to all the new, um, new and exciting projects that we have coming up at work. I mean, every year we like to uh, take a look back at the year and see how we did and then look at opportunities for new projects. And so uh, we will be focusing a lot on uh, brand awareness and, um, you know, creating, creating a an even better visual identity. So I'm really looking forward to working on that professionally. Um, But yeah, honestly, the vaccine as well. I'm looking forward to the vaccine so we can all get back to normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I feel like I struggle watching movies these days where they show lots of people together because it makes me feel like a little bit sad, but also, of course, hopeful. So this vaccine has, I think, a lot of hope. Exactly, exactly. And so... Before we actually wrap things up, there's a question that I always ask my guests that's really special to me today because I'm getting, you know, I have the opportunity to talk to, um, to exceptional women who are also recently new to the industry, I'd say, and have a lot of advice to offer for junior communicators. So my question for both of you is, if you had one piece of advice to offer some of the junior communicators who are really struggling to enter the industry at this time when everything is virtual and you know opportunities may not be so much on the rise just one piece of advice that you could share with them tar
2: ooh this is tough because uh, you know it's it's a completely different scenario out there right now so i would say just because you know interviews are virtual um job interviews i mean it's it's important to find a creative way to make yourself stand out from the rest of from the rest of the crowd and like remember your strengths and find a way to find a way to communicate that to people and really give them an idea of what their life would be like with you in it so what you would offer and really focus on that just because it's so hard to convey personality virtually so if you can find a way to do that which is creatively making yourself stand out in my opinion I think that would really go
0: a long way. That's amazing. And I think especially for women of color, Mm -hmm. again, I talked to my last guest about this, but even something as simple as your name, if you've got a complicated name, take a minute to explain maybe what it means or why it's special to you. And I feel like that's an easy way to make yourself stand out as well. Exactly. Exactly. I found I found that um, when I was at
2: my my first job, which was a very humble job at Winners. This was way before <laughs> Centennial. I was like first year university, and I had my name tag on, and it said Talar, and all of the customers would ask, you know, what does this mean? What? what's the where where does this come from? And you know, I would explain, you know, Talar actually means forever young. And everyone would be like, Wow, that's so cool. It's got a lot of meaning and it's so unique. So definitely that is also very uh
0: that's very powerful. It's beautiful. That is
1: beautiful. I love that. Thank you.
0: Um, Do you know by any chance what your like name or your last name means? No,
1: you know what? I've always been asked like what the origin of my first name was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really just think my mom made it up. (laughs) It has a (laughs) bit of a French like Joriel, like, you know, like it kind of like rolls off the tongue. And so growing up, everyone was like, is is it based in France? Like, and I was like, no, do I look like I'm based in? <laughs> but um yeah, so other than that, like I, I know she she had mentioned it was a spin-off of Danielle. Oh. And so yeah, I'll just take it as it is.
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful name. Thank Absolutely. you. One piece of advice that you would share with junior communicators, Driel.
1: Yeah, honestly, just to compliment to Lars' point, I really, really encourage people to just continue to be persistent, continue to be engaged and like reach out to people in your network. I know that with networking um, kind of put to a halt in terms of in-person events, it's really still important to reach out to the people in like communications roles across the industry. And just as much as you want to talk to them, like they are always open. And in my experience, people who are like VPs, CEOs, et cetera, et cetera. There's like no limitation to anyone wanting to support you and help you because at the end of the day, they were in your exact same position at one point in their life. And I'm sure there was a mentor who helped them. Um, And so if you can continue to stay resilient, it'll take you a long way and it'll get us
0: all through this pandemic. (laughs) That's amazing. Be confident and be resilient. You both are amazing. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) And thank you for joining me for Colour Me PR podcast today and for sharing your experiences, hopefully keeping your jobs after this and (laughs) for taking a chance on this podcast. So is there anywhere that listeners can connect with you afterwards if you're open to answering some questions or advice?
1: Oh, yeah. We're on all of the social medias. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly LinkedIn,
1: twitter insta feel
2: free to reach out <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely same here <laughs> great i will link those in the podcast description again thank you both so much for joining me today i really appreciate having you here and happy holidays to you and your loved ones and to all of our listeners as well happy holidays thank you for having us happy holidays thanks so Thank you for listening to this episode of Colour Me PR podcast. I hope this conversation helped enlighten and inspire you about the value of diversity and inclusion in PR. If you're interested in keeping the conversation going, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow at Colour Me PR on Instagram for updates. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you.